now, um, this is where it gets more interesting. So I used to teach a lot of sheriffs, mm-hmm. you know, because like I said, I was a higher belt. Yeah, there was no yeah. jujitsu. So I taught a lot of sheriffs, taught a lot of LAPDs, a lot of guys that worked inside uh, county, you know. Shout out to DT, Kenji Mashiko, you know, like they were in charge of teaching other people. Yeah, yeah. Like we're still friends. We're yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. So I would hear like stories about this guy. So, um, and it's funny cause I was talking to Matt Hall to confirm stories and like, it was surreal. He, all right. We wouldn't, I'll tell you about the confirmation story cause that's a funny one. But so the guy goes into prison, white boy, um, two fifty. Um, the first week he knocks out the shot collar of the Aryan nation and beat up a few other people and just clean house. You got a guy in prison, like in the nineties, who is high level purple belt jujitsu, MMA experience and huge mm. and pissed. And, uh, he was never a racist, never said a bad thing about any race ever. He goes in, knocks out the shot collar and says, I'm taking over this shit. And, uh, Dude, he became the shot caller for the Aryan Nation. No way. Yep. He was the guy. And uh, he spent a lot of time, because I talked to him after, you know. So I would hear stories. Like, I heard he knocked out shot caller. I heard uh, he ended up snapping a guard's arm. Like, I would hear all this stuff, you know. And then, uh, you know, he... Like, uh, so what he, happened? Did he get out? Oh, uh, I'll tell you. Yeah. So, anyways, he After ended up, they there. ended up trying to put give him more time because I guess they beat up, uh, I think they killed a child molester. So, like, that doesn't fly good there. So, they did that. So, he gets out, and then, like, all the jujitsu guys are afraid of him. Everyone's afraid of him. Like, because he had black friends, Mexican, dude, he yeah. had every kind of friend. Yeah. Dude, like, I don't know if you, get a concept of shot color like he's at pelican bay and he spent more time in solitary confinement and this guy is calling shots out of solitary like inside and outside of the prison like like the concept of running shit is another level like what this guy did Mm. and he so he gets out the first time he got out you know um he wasn't used to it and then he violated, went back in. And then like two years later, I think he got out. He ended up doing like a total of, uh, I don't know, six plus years maybe. And then another one or two. So what happened was I talked to him and like, you know, Facebook and we're chatting. And then, uh, you know, we're chatting. He's like, hey, you still talk to me. You know, I'm all, yeah, dude, you're always good to me. It's like, I would talk to him regularly. and. You know, great guy. We're talking, and um, then I'm I'm kind of curious on certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, so I started asking him questions. Never heard him say one racist thing, ever. Never heard him drop n bombs. Yeah. I never heard nothing bad about anything. Um, you know, like you know, the general montage is like you know we're the superior race, mm-hmm. but like he didn't even say that. Yeah, he wasn't. He was a good guy, but. All the black belts, Chris Outer, everyone was afraid to talk to him. I talked to him. You know, start off with messaging. We talked on the phone, and then uh, I had questions. I'm like, "Hey, I heard." He's like, "Yeah, people were." I heard crazy stories about me, you know, in the yard jumping like on the crip side of the yard and trying to take on, you know, the yard and this and that and and he was like, "Yeah, that wasn't true." And then he was, "I'm all, hey, I heard." So I'm all, I heard you got this, 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 you snapped a guard's arm, you fucking broke, you, you killed a fucking child molester, you did that, and, and then you beat up like fucking 15 guys here, and I started, I started rattling all that stuff off, I'm all, what about that? He's all, yeah, that's true. And I was like, fuck, I mean, just a scary, intense guy, but... I was always helping him with his jujits and I was very respectful of him. He was very respectful of me. Um, great guy. And it was weird cause he told me like a lot of guys wouldn't talk to him when he got out and I still talked to him. And then, uh, he was just telling me we would talk. It's like, 
if you can't spot the mark in the room, it's you. The mark? The mark. Every room, if you can't spot who the weakest person is, it's you. You know, and he would, and I'm all, what did you do in there? He's all, I was in solitary confinement reading Art of War, Nietzsche. Like, like, I was like, dude, they just made you that much. And he was already a smart guy. Yeah. So, like, he was telling me, like, he just read a lot of books, you know. And uh, it was crazy. Uh, So this guy's reading books and, like, he's just a tactician, you know. And it was scary. Like, you know, we'd talk on the phone, but, like, I didn't go see him. Like, I was, I'll be honest, I was intimidated. I mean, I knew he was cool. And uh, we had a mutual friend that was saying, you know, oh, dude, he likes you a lot. You guys are friends. Come. And it's like just with my schedule and stuff like that, I never had a chance. But, like, we would talk. And uh, he was just telling me interesting things. Like, when you're getting jumped uh, by, like, eight black guys and they all got shivs and you're getting stabbed and you know you're getting stabbed, that's when you figure out who you really are. And I'm just like, fucking hell, man. I'm all, we're friends, right? <laughs> and it was just interesting talking to his mindset. Then the other thing is, uh, I heard Martin Scorsese wanted to do a film about him. You know? Damn, huh? Yeah, they wanted to do a film about him, but the problem is... Uh, I had no idea, you know? I just yeah, yeah. A serial, serial killer. Oh, no, sponsors. this guy's... I thought it was his mark, because his, his brand. No, he was friends with the owner okay. of Serial Killer, which was a guy named Matt McAfee. Right, right. But it was interesting. I heard they wanted to do this film and this, and I talked to him, and it was like, no, nah, they wanted the characters to die at the end, and uh, that can't happen. I'm all, wait, so what? You're going to fucking run the Aryan Nation, do all this shit, so live ha- happily ever after in a movie? Yeah, what what, what, ha- what happened? What he happened? Fucking, he's like, he, he fucking backed out. He's like, okay. Nope. And then I guess someone else... What the, he was, he was, I mean, what was he doing for, for a living? Like, ah, interesting. After he got out of so prison. So he gets out, he got a Mercedes and he's all, Hey, um, Dave, you work on a porn set, right? And I'm all, yeah. He's all, can you give me a job? You know, first of all, he comes out, he's all, Hey, if you ever need anything, I got you. Oh, what do you do? He's all, I specialize in collections. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. He's all, then he calls me up for favors. I need a job. I need something to look good on paper for my parole. Mm. And I'm all, dude, you're not going to like working for me. He's like, dude, you shoot porn. Like, it's like on a porn set. And I'm all, look, I shoot black guys fucking white girls <laughs> with big dicks. And he was just like, oh, man, I'm not allowed to curse. <laughs> so it was funny. And, and I'm all, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to like that. I'm all, cool. You know, because, dude, it's like he's a scary guy and he's got certain experiences. And like I said, never said nothing bad, but I obviously I couldn't give him a job because you got some guy with these fucking Aryan tattoos, you know. And then it's uh, crazy, man. Then what happened was, you know, we're chatting, we're talking. He'd like go off Facebook, and we'd chat, and um, he ended up getting picked up, and uh, you know, his girlfriend called me up, hey, Matt's in jail, can you help? And then I, I was dating an attorney that was. Uh, uh, Orange County Deputy District Attorney. <laughs> and I was seeing this girl, and then uh, I'm like, hey, can you see where my friend's at? And she fucking goes in. We're at her apartment, and she types this stuff in, and Matt Hall, dot, dot. And she's like, holy fuck, who is this guy? I'm all, uh, it's Matt. <laughs> you know, he's on, no, Dave, they don't put people in the, where he's at. Where is he at? I'm all, it's a special cell that only guards can talk to him. He's not in general pop and no one can talk to him but guards. And I think it's underneath the courthouse. It was something, it was a special thing that they only put like, like people that they don't want talking to anyone. And he's not allowed to Lecter. Yeah. Like some Hannibal Lecter (laughs) shit. And like, dude. And so what happened is the thing you didn't visit him or put him on your, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh dude. So then what happened was, uh, he was, you know, I'm talking to his girlfriend, his girlfriend's sweet. And you know, Hey, Dave will help. And I'm like, fuck what? If I don't help, I'm going to long story short. Um, the people like, I guess some people died in another city, you know, and, um, 
they said that he called the shots and uh then the people that were the witnesses so they held him for like maybe six months to a year Mm -hmm. and then i guess uh all the witnesses disappeared so they had to let him go yeah, crazy, right? You know. And so what 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 happened to him? What, he- um so anyways, he moves to Costa Rica. And uh you know, the official good guy story was uh, I guess he had a surgery and he died. And then uh Chris Howder found the real story. Uh, <laughs> and from what he did understand he had a surgery and he started dealing with health issues, but uh I guess uh the feds caught up with him in Costa Rica. And then uh he hung himself in uh, prison. Prison in a jail cell in Costa Rica. Yeah, in Costa Rica, and then uh, like we all wanted, we knew, and then Chris Outer like posted like the real story. And I'm like, man, can you just let the official story be? Like, you know, he died peacefully. Mm. Nope. Investigating for like 15 disappearances. <laughs> like, man, like, how about uh, how about uh, what's his name? Um, uh, one of the top jiu-jitsu American jiu-jitsu guys, uh, Cameron Earl. Oh, Cameron Did you hear Earl. about Cameron Earl? Oh, you know. I was who, talking to Scotty, you know, just behind the scenes stuff. Uh, it, it's, you know who told me about Cameron Earl? Glover. Like Jeff Glover. It, huh? Oh, Jeff Glover was like, we're sitting around, we go motorcycle riding and like riding Harleys and smoking weed, typical. And then he's telling me about it. Just tell me, because I want to hear your version of it. Because he was. Well, I, don't, I don't know. Shit. I don't know. Like I, I competed against him. He had tapped at Marcelo Garcia. Dude, the guy was like the best. Yeah, he was taught. You know, he was, he, he was kind of off. You know, right? He was kind of off. Like you knew something was off, but I, you know, and but he was definitely one of the top like jiu-jitsu American jiu-jitsu guys. You know, and uh, well, I don't know. I just I'm Glover, just hearing from from from. Tell from, me what you know, and I'll tell you what. Glover well, I, told I heard from Scotty and 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 uh, you know, and then Gumby's story of when he went to go visit him in you know prison, prison years later. Yeah. But he was a uh, like a serial like a uh, rapist and 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 yes, and the and then and then yep. Scotty showed me the picture of Dude, I was of the too. of the night. What's it? What's it? Night night, night stalker. Night stalker. And he's and the then a picture son. of him. He's the son. Of and the his night mom stalker. was raped by the night stalker. I mean, if you look at the hit, the, the night stalkers picture and him, you're like, man, Glover was telling me this and I'm, and they found that out later or they looked at the pictures and and they put two and two together and they were like, Oh my God, Glover was blown my mind with that chick. Cause I remember that guy was a stud. Yeah. You know, for sure. He was giving me that whole thing. Just exactly what you told er me. And everybody like, you know, they thought, you know, like the, you know, they've kind of vouched and then if the, you know, the detectives and all that, like we said, like bad evil yeah like, evil dude yeah they man. found out like i guess he got accused and then he got away with it and then he got caught it's like different like because there's more than one no no yeah like uh scotty and the gumby right they had a detective that was on the force and yeah he was like what, what actually happened it was just crazy so his life was over Fucking he was going crazy. To, and he went to when gumby went to he made a post like a social media post he went to go visit him in jail and uh, yeah, he was a shell of a man that you know that of what he was, you know, when like broken and just dude. That's know. what that place will do, or it turns into into Matt Hall. Yeah, two different things. But I think he was in there for right for yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Matt Hall was like you know salt salt with deadly weapon, car, a bunch of shit. But dude, murder and rape. That's right, yeah, he, just, he held girls that you know. Knife point, right, yeah, or something exactly. Like that. Yeah, over he's and it, over but and over. yeah, and he's got multiples. Yeah, yeah. It was funny because I, I remember him. And then Glover gave me the exact. Yeah, story. Glover told you, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, Jeff Glover was just like, "Hey, what about this?" And I was like, "Whoa, yeah." It was like that was crazy. It's funny that you knew. I, I knew you knew, but it was just funny. Well, Scotty showed me the picture when I went to and went to Chips of the hospital, mm-hmm. and he showed me the man. Did you know about this? And I was like, no. And he showed me the picture. Of the Night Stalker, right? right. Night Stalker and, then, and, and, Cameron, and Earl. Cameron Earl, you know, but yeah. man, some, I mean, man, it's a, it's a lot of people training jujitsu, right? But, uh, you know, it's a less, seems like we're talking all these like bad things that can happen. Right. But, you know, like it's all, all walks of life, you right? Know what it is? All walks it's, of life. Uh, life choices. Right. But Definitely. one thing can go one way and another person can go another way, right? right? Well, I'll say Cameron Earl. Cameron Earl was his yeah. dad. Was, <laughs> Those were choices where Matt Hall, his poor well, Matt, his, choice was like fighting the guy, but then accidentally running him over, that changed it. Mm. You know, because he didn't like back up on the guy. The guy tried to hit him and he had monster tires and then the back monster tire ran him over. Mm. But he shouldn't have pulled over. Right. You know. 
it's funny, like that one thing, but Cameron Earl, this guy, like no, made, no, that's made conscious yeah. choices yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna do this. Evil. Um, yeah. I got evil shit going on. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I know he's not gonna come out and tap me, so like that's crazy. Ta- he tapped Marcelo Garcia twice, you know. Yeah, he was with his toe holes and stuff. He was I had talented. a battle with him. I didn't tap from the toe, but he destroyed my my foot. I finished the match, but. dude. Because <laughs> like even today, you and I were playing like toe yeah, holds yeah, and yeah, foot yeah, locks. Yeah. And my ankles are yeah, your ankles, mine too. They're flexible, you know. Yeah, but I was like, you know, keep going, and then I saw your face go. But yeah, yeah. but the rollover makes it worse. But we got the point that yeah. you can hold out. Yeah, you know. But like obviously, you're not going to just sit there and let me you right, know, right, crank. right, 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 right. You know, because then you start getting a little twist and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was funny. Yeah. Man, just talking about the jiu-jitsu journey. So you've been training for, you've been on the mat for 29, 29 years, years yeah. 29 years. I mean, those are special times, you know, like I like to say like the nineties and stuff were like the golden age of, in a way, because it was like the guys that did jiu-jitsu, they fought too in the Valetudo uh, and yeah. they were like, you know, like to be, have color on your belt. It was like, you know, right. you were saying like. You know, it was in American too, had with color in your belt, it was a big deal, right? Yeah, it was a big deal. Um, what if you hadn't found jujitsu, or what has jujitsu done? Uh, changed my life. I'll explain. Um, what happened is this: I learned when I would compete, I would, and you know this game. It's like people were competing; they're training like three times a week. I would get in, I'd go to college, and then try to get in like anywhere from like eight to ten times a week, mm-hmm. morning, night you know, and then free train. And the more time we put in, the more, the better we got. Mm. So then it's like what jujitsu did for me was I learned that the more time I put in, the better it turned out in tournament. Like I had guys in tournament, like, you know, I was blue belt for four years. And then I went to this tournament and um, the guys goes, oh, you're Dave Novogratz. I'm all, hey, yeah. And he's all, uh, yeah, I'm in the finals. And I'm all, oh, really? Yeah, me too. He's all, what? He's all, dude, I saw you like competing Pan American, beat everyone and this, that, and the other. I'm all, yeah, tap quick because I need to get this before I get purple belt. And, um, you know, he lost in the bathroom. But it was one of those things that I didn't know. I thought every blue belt was blue belt for four years, mm-hmm. training like 10 times a week. Tournament, you know, tap. I, I didn't even get him my tap. Mm. Like, I got side control. I just stepped the foot over and he mm. tapped before I even got anything. He just, that was it. But what jujitsu taught me is uh, business. Put the time in, your competition won't. And uh, so, like I said, I got into di- the discipline, the work ethic. The work ethic. So I got into like porn, mm-hmm. 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw how good Rafael was getting. I saw how good like all these guys were getting. And I'm like, and around 35, like, dude, my knees are hurting. I'm still training, but my knees are hurting. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Oh, and then I would teach. So I I had an advanced class to teach on Wednesday. And then uh, Higgin, you know, because I was one of the captains of the Machado Heat team, which was fun. So Higgin would, um, he was like, Dave. Uh, where you at? I'm, all, I'm at the school. He's all, oh, you teach for me? I'm all, okay. So I'm teaching my class and then I'm teaching a lot of his stuff. And then, you know, it's like I got my fix of teaching and then I had privates. Mm. So I taught group class and I taught privates and I'd teach and then coach guys at tournaments, which was fun. You know, like Hagen would coach certain guys. And then when my guys that he knew I knew their game, he'd step aside, I'd coach them. Mm. So that's why you would see me at the tournaments. So I did that. And then it was like, man, this is cool. My knees hurt. My shoulders hurt. I'm going to try something else. So I built a production company where I was doing laser lighting in Hollywood. And then I was making really good money doing that. So, uh, you know, I was making like two grand, two grand plus a week. And I had employees and stuff like that. So then my friend was telling me, oh, well, you minored in photography in college and like, this is like 2003. Mm. And he was like, can you take some pictures on a porn set? And all. So that, there was a guy from jujitsu. What's up? There was a guy from jujitsu, your friend? Uh, that brought me in there? Yeah. No, there was just a guy from law school that from brought law me, school. <laughs> that brought me into that. That brought me into porn. It was a guy from law school. 
So, um, oh, lawyers, huh? Oh, dude, <laughs> I had a I had a girlfriend, and we broke up, and I'm like, hey, okay, I could do it. So I started learning photography, and then um, I'm all, hey, we need more lights. I started learning lighting. Mm. So then I started taking pics, and then um, I started getting really good at fo- photos. And then I started getting good at, then I talked to the guy that like brought me onto this project and uh, I learned how to edit. So I'd get all this stuff and edit. And I'm like, dude, this guy sucks. Mm. Then I met a guy named uh, Craven Moorhead, one of my best friends. Um, I learned how to frame photos from him. And then I would also uh, PA, uh, personal assistant. Mm. So. I learned photos from Craven. I learned framing from him. And then I worked for another guy, Chico Wang. And he worked for like anabolic, diabolic. So then I would work for him and uh, take photos. And then I learned angles. And then I learned lighting. And then I would read books. So what happens is I learned. So I took my, when I went to my set that my friend brought me on to, well, hey, let me shoot this. Because if I shoot it, I know I can edit it easier than the crap that you're shooting because I was doing PA work for other people. I had a company that was making me money so I could work for 50 bucks, mm. hundred bucks. You know what I mean? And then I, for Craven, I held a sea light. And then for Chico Wang, I PA'd and took photos. So I was working on two different porn sets. And then, um, I got, I started shooting good. And then when I shot good, shooting video, yeah, shooting video. So when I started shooting video, because I shot it, because I learned from guys that were shooting it really good, from eight hours of editing, it only took me like an hour. So I was able to cut my editing work by shooting it. So then I started shooting that. And uh, I shot a lot of beginners at first. So we were shooting. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, it was weird. No, beginner did guys. You ever think? Did you ever think you were going to go down this route in uh, the past? When, when you were younger, when you were no, 20 years old, not at all. coming into jiu-jitsu? Not at all. Not at all. Um, it was funny. Um, like, I mean, it, it's just, it's, it's. Wait, I'll let you finish the story. Yeah. So you, so you started shooting to, you know, to be more efficient with your, your, your editing, sh- your editing, right. To be now, save time. And, you know, so what happened is I, so I learned everything. I learned how to edit. I learned how to shoot. I learned how to light. And because of jujitsu, it's like, I got to com- I got no name and I got to compete mm. with all these guys. So work ethic, to work say, ethic. Right? So like in jujitsu, if you put more time in, you win. Mm. So same thing here. So I put time into shooting video. I put it. I did not know that a video shooter just shot video, a photographer just shot photography, and an editor just did editing. I learned how to do it all, and I was good at all of it and got better. Um, so then I started doing internet gigs, and then I started directing my own stuff and producing myself. And everything I learned from these guys, it worked. And then my work ethic was good because I went to law school. I started writing my own contracts and I started doing my own business proposals and I started doing, and since I was internet from the beginning before DVD shifted to internet, I was already internet. Then, uh, you know, I shot for porn.com. Great guys. Then I ended up, there was a, a website called. I asked you today, I was like, oh, what do you do, man? And you're like, uh, I, I, I shoot porn, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, what do you do for a job? Well, I don't want to like insult people, you know? So then what happened was uh, I ended up uh, on a forum called GFY, Go Fuck Yourself. And it's like, we're all like producers worldwide. Mm-hmm. No one in the US really knew about it so much. Like people from overseas, all the marketers, company owners, all that. So it turned out there's this guy that uh, ended up buying uh, Brazzers. Um, Braz, like all MindGeek, it was called Mansef, then it was my, my Manwin, and then MindGeek. And that's Brazzers, Twisties, like all that. And then they also owned uh, like six tube sites. So this guy freshly just bought these companies for like 700 million euros 700 million yeah euros yeah so then what happened was uh there was uh a thread you know and this guy was like you know i'm like my director my name you know is dave and then my everyone's like well what's your porn name uh just dave and they're all okay just dave and then i'm like hmm 
All right. So my director's name is just Dave. And it's like, you know, people call me Dave, but it's like, you Google just Dave, my stuff comes up. <clears throat> and then my Twitter is just Dave triple X. So what happened is I'm on this board and then the owner that just spent 700 euros mm. buying all these companies and browsers is really good. And some guy, people would talk shit to him. And, um, it was one of those things that there was this thread and it was, uh, Oh, like we're better shooters than these browsers shooters. And then the owner of the company was on there and he was like, well, I challenge you to, uh, I'll pay you to make a video, uh, just a solo video to compete with our directors. And then I saw that and I'm like, how about this? I will shoot your solo. I will also add a boy girl to it. I will shoot the stills. I'll shoot the video. I'll edit everything and I'll pay for it. And I will bet anyone, anything that I'm better than anyone here and there. And then, uh, they made a contest. It fucking blew up. They made a million dollar deal for, uh, browsers competition. And uh, hundreds of people entered. Then what happened is uh, people were, there, there were some good shooters. I'm thinking like, oh, I just got to compete with these couple guys. No, they made a contest where it was like open to everyone. And I'm like, fuck, now I got to compete against guys that I know are fucking good. But the uh, director had to hire the photographer. Some of them had to hire a cameraman. Some of them, I got all my friends. Jamie Walsh is in the video, um, and he's the guy who cornered Eddie Bravo and yeah, the, the guy that ADCC win. Yeah, the guy over Hoyler. He's in my Brazzers tryout video <laughs> as an extra. So I had my friends do extras for free. I had a studio. I only had to pay the girl. I used uh, Julia Ann, who I've known for a long time, and then a guy. So I didn't have to pay for cameraman. I didn't have to pay for a photographer. I didn't have to pay for editing. Cause I could do it all mm. long story short. Um, actually it gets a couple twists. So people are like entering and I would run into people. Oh, did you enter that contest? I'm all, yep. And then, uh, I'm all, I'm all Jenner. He's all, yeah, I'm all, yeah. $5,000 is a lot of money to lose. Cause that's roughly what it's going to cost mm. for me. It wasn't going to cost that much. And I'm all, you're in it. I'm all, yep. And, out of hundreds of people, only 12, actually 12 or 13 people submitted. Cause Out I of talked hundreds to of people. That's how it is. Right. Yeah. Like you think that's the people that actually pull the trigger and do it. Right. Cause $5,000. If you, I told him I would pay for everything. I talk shit to the fucking owner of a guy that just dropped 700 million euros. That's a, that's a lesson right, right there. Like out of hundreds of people, right. That were entering that right. entered the contest. Right. Right. But then actually followed through with it. Correct. 12 to 13 people, and then you have, right? Exactly. So that's what jujitsu gave me. Right. Follow through. Follow through. Follow through. And so you followed through. I followed through. So what happened was uh, I submitted, and dude, some of the best guys that I knew were good backed out. And I'm like, I was one of the better unknown people. And like, dude, people I respected backed out. Mm. And then there was people I respected that entered. Mm. What I did that a lot of people didn't do is I went to the site and I studied every girl. I read every fucking review. I read who they liked. You study opponents. Yep. I st like I studied my opponents. You watch the videos. I watch the watch videos. The, watch their, their trainings, you know, yep. if you're depending. So what I did is I went and picked who I felt was the most popular girl. And they sent me a script and everyone had the same script. I'm like, I'm going to change it. I'm going to go with the same thing. I'm going to add a, it was simple script, you know, teacher, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, teacher fucks girl, you know, blah, blah, blah. Simple. I added a dream sequence. I added like extras. I went beyond what the script asked mm -hmm. for and they judged you on photography. I won. Uh, they judged you on storyline. I won video quality. I won on all like five cal. Uh, it was like four or five categories, and I won on all. And that put you on the map. <clears throat> that put me on the map. 
But it was funny because it was like two weeks. Their fans judged. And then I was like, yeah, I got this. And it's scary. I mean, granted, I only had to pay the girl. Julia usually charges 2000 She charged me like 1500 because I was friends with her. And then the guy I got for, instead of like eight, charged me like 500 bucks. So I was only so in. The, the girls are, are triple than the, the guy, than the, than that the guys girl, make? Oh, that, that girl. girl. That girl costs a lot. And then I'm friends with the guy. So I didn't have to pay for all the stuff everyone else had to pay for. So I studied my opponents. I studied what they like. I studied what the fan. I did a shit ton of research. Mm. A lot of watching porn without my dick in my hand. You know, because I'm reading comments and what they like, what they don't like. So then I ended up. Uh, so it's like next day I'm gonna win. Boom! They go. You know what? We're gonna extend the. We're gonna extend the. Uh, we're going to extend the voting two more weeks and we're going to put it on Pornhub. And I'm like, fuck. Two weeks anxiety. of anxiety. Yeah, anxiety because everyone's voting. So then all of a sudden the Tension. votes, mine got voted. Other ones got voted higher than mine on Pornhub. And then all of a sudden the votes start skyrocketing. And then I won on Pornhub too. Then uh, I happened to be at AVN because I was friends with a former owner of AVN and uh, they got. Uh, they got the call and then um, hanging out with the owner because we had lunch and uh, you go, yeah, they just called uh, you won. I'm like, really? Yeah, you won a million dollar contract. And that put me on the map for porn. Jiu-Jitsu gave you that. Yeah, Jiu-Jitsu gave me that. Where it's like, it's the same principles. You right. know? Like I used everything in Jiu-Jitsu to get good at that. And uh, so people ask me like, you got students, uh, why you, you know, because I was known for uh, teaching. So I got a lot of students that have schools, like a lot of guys I've trained. Uh, one of the more notable ones is uh, I said, I met Rafael Lovato Jr. and Sr. I think Jr. was about 11, 11 or 12. I got pictures of him at like 11 and 12 years old. So it was uh, IMB, uh, Danny and Asano, actually. He was doing a seminar and I met Lovato Sr. So they come out and then, you know, I line up like 10 guys and two, there's like 50 black belts from Inasano. Mm. So I go train, tap everyone out, boom, 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 boom. And then uh, I was, I don't know, I think I was blue belt, but like almost purple, you know, like four years of blue. Mm. Um, and then I met uh, Rafael Sr. And then Sr.'s like, hey, it'd be an honor for you to train with my son. I'm like, Dude, kid's like 12. And I'm like, okay, I'll train. So I'm training with this kid that's like 12 years old. Mm. And uh, he's, he's he has that look like, I'm going to beat you. He didn't care that I was, you know, 215, 220. And he didn't care that he just ripped up like all these Inasano no, mm. no belts. Mm. And I'm wrestling him. I'm like, man, he's good. He's got setups, his traps. He was really good. And, uh, you know, I got talking to his dad and uh, me and his dad got along. And then, uh, hey, we can invite you to Oklahoma. So I got invited to Oklahoma. So I'd go to Oklahoma all the time. Oh, this is a funny one because I would go to Oklahoma and teach for like 10 days, uh, teach group class, and then work with Raphael like all day, every day. And being in my 20s, it's like, Oh yeah, I'm important. You know, so you'd help. You would help a, a senior or a fellow about the senior. No, junior. They well, brought, well, you would they, help him in the gym though, right? And then he would help you. Would you would train, I would do would teaching junior. duties. I would do teaching duties and help because I had so much right. back then. He invested everything, huh? And in, in, in his son. Yeah, senior didn't play. Senior was uh, really good, tough on him, but like, I think no one was tougher on junior than junior was on junior. Hmm. Um. So I would go there and Rafa always have a notebook. I'd show him something. He's like, stop, stop. I got to write this down. I'm like, no, dude, come on, let's keep going. No, no, stop. Every fucking thing with a notebook. I'm like, I got to call him up and ask him to post his notebooks. He must have like 10 feet of notebooks. And then when he, and then. Uh, at 12 years old. Yeah, at was, 12 years old. He was old. taking notes. He was taking notes. And uh, then, you know, I became close with his mom and his dad. I still got his mom and dad's phone number. You know, we talk. I love senior. Me and senior get along great. Mm. It's just weird me seeing junior as an adult 
I mean, all you guys look uh, at him like. Man, I was, I was, I was eighteen when I first when I first met you, and you know, I, I was a kid, right? I was, yeah, but you were a kid, but you weren't twelve. No, I wasn't twelve. I wasn't twelve. <laughs> yeah, was but kid. I'm just saying, I'm. It's been a long time, right? I was an adult already, yeah. but eighteen, you know. But you know, it's you've been around all these all these other guys that have right. grown up on the mat. Myself now too, right? Well, you your your legend as well. But the thing is, you don't see it just like I don't see myself as anything like what, like whatever, you know, yeah. like people. Oh, my God. You know, I go to Fabio, you know, I, I go to, um, you know, Paulo G. LaBelle school. Mm. And Rafa was doing a seminar and he introduces me as the only guy to tap him out of the Machados, except for uh, John Jack and Higgin. And yeah. I'm like, I didn't think about that. Mm. I didn't. I mean, me and him would wrestle 25, 40 minutes. Mm. But Paulo G. LaBelle was like my best training partner yeah. ever. Fucking, I was purple belt. I caught him a leg lock, and then I would almost catch him. Mm. But he trained with me so much that he was good at stopping it. And then he caught me once. I caught him once, and we didn't catch each other for like five years. But the fact that he introduced me to his That's whole cool. school yeah. as the only Respect, one to tap yeah. him, and I trip out. And then like I see gratitude, I'm sure. And then I see Junior. And then like I got friends of mine that are porn stars, male porn stars that I train in jujitsu that are good, and like. You know, they know me as a porn director. They don't know my real name. Mm. So, like, we go to Chuchits, and then Rafael stops the class. And this is, like, one of my first coaches, you know, he used to take That's me cool. to tournaments. And then, like, everyone's like, dude, like, you're a big deal in Jiu-Jits. Well, yeah, but if I told you, I just sound like I'm lying, you know. <clears throat> but back to Junior when he was young. So... This kid was incredible. Like, he had a fucking mind. Then it's like, you know, I become close with his family. And Junior said this last time because he was out here like a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't even know how my family trusted me with you or trusted uh, you to take care of me, you know, because like, you know, I'm, I'm why a young do you, guy. Why do, you, why do you think his dad uh, asked you? Because um, they got to know me when they flew me out. And uh, it's funny because Junior remembers things subtly different, but he was so young. I don't think like I was talking to me, him and Paul were talking. So, oh, you came out like you're purple belt. No, man, I was blue belt. I got purple, but this was a long time. I'm like, dude, you were like 12. Yeah. And then they would videotape me dude. They have the videos of me teaching, mm. you know, back in the day. Now, junior is, um, so he comes out to LA and he stays with me. I'm going to college. I'm taking care of junior. You know, it's weird. Like, so I'm taking care of Junior, and I'm taking him to tournaments. Um, I take him to Joe Marrera tournament. He's a green belt. All right. And then he goes, and he just. And then the other thing was this. I would bring students in, and they would smash everyone. So I bring Junior in, and he's, like, smashing it. Mm. Like, higher level than he should, mm. you know? And then, like, I had other students that I just only taught private that were businessmen. they come in with a white belt, and they'd smash all the purples. But I trained him three times a week for three years, privates. And the white belt was afraid, but he just knew so much and didn't know. So I always would have students that I taught different places privately, bring them to the Machados, and they'd fucking just clean house. So with Junior, is we took him to, uh, I remember this one tournament. It was Joe Marrera, which was cool. So he's a green belt. And I think, what's green belt, like what, 15? Yeah, uh, before yeah, 16. Yeah, yeah. like 14, 15. Um, so he's a green belt and then he just kills everyone. And then, uh, and I got pictures from back then. Um, so he kills everyone. And then I'm like, Hey Joe, um, like, can we put a blue belt on this guy? And there's like, Dave, if he gets hurt, you know, liability, I'm like, come on, man. He just, he, he rings everyone's necks at the Machados. He taps all the blue belts at the Machados. And then, uh, Dave, and then he's like, okay, if he gets hurt, I don't want to hear about it. So uh, we, it, it was funny because we talked about it recently. Um, so we put him on a blue belt. And it's funny, his green belt, we still have it. Like, I still have his green belt. Um, so that's cool. He puts on a blue belt. He goes and he, uh, he beats everyone. In the finals, he got tapped with a wrist lock. Never seen it. Dude, even, come on, I didn't see him back then, you know. Got caught with the wrist lock. Uh, guy cranked him. He didn't know what he had. 
He got he won like the juvenile worlds, right? At the at the IBJF Worlds in Brazil. Um yeah, probably I don't know. I don't know. He meddled, I, 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 he meddled I, you know. I I couldn't say because I wasn't there. Right, right. But that was pretty close after, you know, it seems right. like he he didn't do worlds when he did that tournament. But he could have. Mm. But at that time it was one of his first times out to LA. Mm. So he was probably maybe fourteen. Mm. And um, he got caught in a wrist lock. And then uh, I just remember he was crying, mm. you know. He, he hurt. I'm like, don't let Joe Murray see this or it's mm. going to not be good because I don't want to get I told you so. So I'm hiding him in the corner and we're icing him. I'm hugging him. I'm like, it's yeah. okay. But I was telling this story like with Salo and everyone when we were at a bar. Yeah. And so it hurt. <laughs> he still remembers it. Yeah. You know, he, he remembers it. It's like, but the thing is, he's so young where it's like, I, we compare notes and it's like, man, no, it's like this. I'm all, he's all, I thought you were cool. purple belt, you know? Another thing was, uh, so now it's like, he you thought he was, you thought he was a purple belt or you no, thought no. you were, a purple he belt. thought I was a purple yeah, belt. You were a blue belt. I was a blue time. belt, but like, uh, but, but back in those days, a blue yeah. belt was a big deal. And senior knew I knew enough to teach his son. So then I got purple, like, right, like, you know, maybe a month later or something like that. But I think the first time I came out, I was blue. So then uh, we got, uh, now the kid's getting good. Mm. Okay, he's blue belt, and he's killing it. And, and uh, he's purple belt. And every L.A. tournament, you see him, I was in his corner. I coached him every time. He stayed with me. Everything was cool. And then uh, I remember he ended up fighting, um, God, um, let's start off with Jocko. Jocko. Willie Wink. So uh, I I was always a tactician. Mm. Um, I was always really clever on watching people and figuring out what not to do. And uh, Junior was good at guard, and he was a purple belt. What's that, 17? Yeah. 17, yeah. yeah. Like 17 or, nah, he wasn't quite 18. I think he was 70, maybe 18, but I don't think so. Um, so I watched Jocko. Maybe like, that same, yeah. Mm -hmm. Smash everyone. And I was just like, he also fought Drysdale mm. at 16. So Drysdale was 16? Yeah. Wow. Both of them. And I, I posted that picture of him and Drysdale, and that's a funny one. Mm. The him and Drysdale, um, it was, uh, I had Raphael in one corner, and then... Um, I think they were blue. They were blue. They're young blues, both like this guy dries up. What tournament was it? Do you remember? <sighs> I don't know, but I posted the pick on Facebook. Because there was the, the grappling games. They had uh, it was always, Joe Morera. Oh, it was probably had, Joe uh, Morera. Okay. That was always like the ones that like we'd go to. Mm. So it was, uh, I'm still friends with them. Um, um, God. Uh, the harder I think, the worse it is. Uh, <laughs> Black Belt, uh, Novin Yao, um, he's good. He fought in cage, uh, bald. God. Novin Yao. John Lewis. John Lewis. So, so John Lewis, oh, okay, I've been American. friends with Vegas, John yeah. for a while. John's a good dude. So yeah. John is in his corner, and I'm in Rafael's corner. And then uh, it was, they fought, and Rafael had a better strategy, won, and then, like, this guy gets mad and throws the belt down. John's apologizing. And then, you know, that was, it was cool, but it was like, I didn't know the guy grows up and becomes Drysdale. It was like, I, I was against uh, Drysdale when they were like ah, okay. 16. They were, they were both kids. And like, it was, like I said, it was like Drysdale was upset. Man, a lot of history, right? With all these guys. Yeah. It's Drysdale crazy. was like 16. Uh, I remember, uh, who did it? It was one of the Gracie, maybe Huron Gracie. We went against uh, Rafael Lovato at one of the you know the local LA tournaments. Yep, were you there? Um, when he he, he like mounted him and stuff. It was you know? worse than that. How about this? I talked shit on a BJJ posting forum that Rafael would beat both Hedon and Henner. Henner. And uh, then what happened is, uh, and my 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 logic was, he gets more international. I posted a picture from the, that day too. Yeah. Um, he gets more international exposures to the games. My my logic was common. Like, he's training in Brazil. He's training this. The Gracie kids, who are fucking studs, um, they're training just 
in their school. So my logic was Rafael sees more games and has mm. more experience. Mm. And then I posted that he tapped both in the same day. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm friends with Hidon and Henry. I think Henry always wants to fucking kick my ass, but uh, uh, I like Hidon a lot. Me mm. and him get along. I learned a lot because he fought Hidon first day. Uh, and then uh, Rafael swept him, swept him, boom, looked great, swept him and this and like score points. Yeah, he done the what, beginning. Yeah, he done isn't about points. He done is about finishing the fight. So uh, that day, uh, I remember watching that fight. Was that a grapple? Was that a Copa Pacifica? Probably because I, I think I would fly in and do it like a match, like a super fight. Because I was a right, black right, belt yeah. already at that time. Yeah, you were a higher belt. Uh huh. And those were like super fights, right? Right. Uh, yeah, there were super fights. So then, what happened was um, he ended up passing Rafael. Rafael back then, it was uh, because he was so leggy. If you can get your knee into his hip, then it would keep him, and then keep your head and shoulder low. He wouldn't be able to recover. Mm. So he exposed that. You know, he's a kid. Yeah. You know? And so then, fucking uh, Henner gets. Side sets up choke, takes him out, cross choke, cross choke. Yeah, I remember that. And remember uh, that. then points at me, <laughs> points at you, <laughs> points at me. I know there was some tension in the. I remember there was tension. It was points at they, me. They were, everybody's going crazy, and then there was a big old tension because and, it was my like bad blood. You know, it wasn't so bad, right? But I just but felt I, I didn't know what no, was no, going no, on. No, 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 because I remember that my big fucking that. mouth got like I. I pretty much what I like to say is uh, your mouth writes checks your ass can't catch right, cash right, right, right. and my mouth wrote a check that my ass and rafael couldn't cash at that time mm. and you know what i was wrong but come on the sheer logic if rafael is going to brazil you're right no for sure for sure but but they're tough man they're tough. tough man he, he's a world class like they're tough man and then yeah. what happened is then like a couple months later he fucking wrestles henner Fucking same thing. Yeah. Fucking pass. Boom. Yeah. Side control. Then yeah. I'm talking to both brothers because I talked to him after the first one. Yeah. And I talked to him and I go to the Gracie school and they're like, you know, he on is like puts his hand on my shoulder. He's like, hey, Dave, look, you made Gracie, uh, Gracie Hall of Fame. Um, they have my post of talking shit. Uh, and then the end result of them tapping Raphael. And it wasn't. It was more friendly, but like that's all good, right? You, yeah, you, no, you no. Ro they rose up, right? And you know what I think? Because I those I guys to, are amazing. I talked to Lovato, right? I did, we did, I did a podcast with him, and uh, like what happened, right? When he started training with Solo, wasn't like the techniques or whatever, but it was like mindset. Yeah, his mindset changed. You know, yeah. he started to believe. You know, and when I think about you know all the exposure and all the things he had, right? Traveling everywhere, traveling to, traveling to Brazil and that stuff that changed him. But just the mindset, it he changed his mindset. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Solo if I look at it. if I look at the you know the Gracie family, come on, they're Gracie family, Dude. you know, and so I'm sure he has. There's some psychological advantage that they that they have, you know, like right. I mean, no, you know what? I I've always had respect for both brothers. Yeah, um, no, for and, sure. And, yeah. and, and like I've known them since they're little kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because I've seen them <laughs> since they're little kids. Yeah, yeah. And I'd see them outside. And yeah. Utmost respect. Never, yeah. I didn't come at cleaning it. Up, clean, cleaning right. up, cleaning up the gyms, you right. know, after the, the dad's, after the turn, the family's tournament, they would be the ones like cleaning up the, cleaning up the trash, leading by example, right? right? I During never, I never, it was funny, but that, that day, those two days I learned like a lot. Um, and uh, Henner told me this, he's all, Dave, my friend, cross joke, first thing you learn, last thing you master. And then what happens is I come to your school and what did I teach? Yeah. And then like, how, how nasty is it? Like you forget. First thing you learn, last thing you master. That's Correct. good. And First he thing told you me learn, that. last thing you master. And it was funny because it's like, you know, you, it's, it's a nasty one where like, dude, I get people with it. I get right. black belts with it. Right. And they're just like, but it's obviously out of the hip control right. as we were talking today. But, um, that day I learned a lot. Mm. Um, I started doing cross chokes after that. Mm. I never did cross chokes like I do now, but like after, and you know, I'd see Henner and Hidon and Hidon, uh, I actually really, I like both, but I always like, I'd stop by the school and visit them, you know, cause I had friends there. And then Henner's like, get the key, Dave, get the key. And I'm like, 
this guy's gonna kill me <laughs> this guy and but it was funny when they showed me you know they got a gracie museum with yeah, all, yeah, yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. the hall of fame stuff yeah. and he's all dave you made the gracie museum with with the shit you talk but but I learned a lot, and it's fun because we laugh about it. Yeah. Like when I see him, we laugh about it. Yeah. Like, but I've always that's all part of the story, right? It's all part of the history. But on, like I like you made both. you made part of the you made part of the the his, you know the history. You're part of the history Those. of Gracie Jiu Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu in the U.S. Like you're part of that that you know the beginning. You know, it's crazy. That's why when I saw you today, I was like, man, yeah, there's a lot. And of I was history. pretty pumped, you know, because we were like. I lived in New Mexico. I moved to Brazil. Oh, right? I, follow, I followed your career. Yeah, yeah. But because I would always you see you. Shit, you yeah, know? yeah. So it's really cool to kind of talk about these things. What are you most grateful for? <sighs> Starting jujitsu. Like, if I had to put the thing that changed my life totally and being grateful is that um, being healthy. Like, knees hurt, everything hurts. But the fact that I'm 49 and I still train. And it's like, you get in front of me, we're going, you know, depends what level you are. We'll go your level. But, uh, I'm grateful that jujitsu gave me business, gave me everything, mm. you know? And it's like, I don't do jujitsu for a living. Mm. I train like, Oh, it gave you, gave you character traits to yeah. give you success. Exactly. No matter what you do. So people like, I never opened up a school. Um, I taught a lot of students. I have students like, and like uh, Scott Tenenbaum, he's like out of, you know, Arizona. He's like, hey, I want you to do seminar. I was talking to, you know, uh, Nick Steffen. He runs, uh, uh, like he was, I'd known him since like White Belt to Brown. And then he run, I talked to him on the phone all the time. He's got Hoyler Gracie schools. And like, we're still close. He's like, oh, you got to come and do seminar because I teach this. And I talk about how I learned it from you. And I get all these guys that like hit me up going do this one thing you taught me. I teach it all the time. Yeah. And it's weird because like, I don't look at myself. I am good at jujitsu and I know how to teach, but I've been a porn director since like 2003. You know, like today that control in the pants from the knee, the side control, the knees, right. knee on stomach con- position and the way you grabbed it, the position you grabbed it, like, man, that was, that was new for me. That's, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. But and he was so happy. And I was like, Oh, I was, you know, I was telling the, one of the guy, the guy, my, my student I was working with, right. Like, oh, I have just the first time I'm doing this, you know? But the funny thing is when I wrestled with you, I had someone do the same controls and the same worm guard and I don't, I didn't wrestle. I was able to develop a grip. I mean, man, you got 20 year plus grip. So do I, the thing is, is I had a black belt do those kind of grips and, I know how to break everything. And then mm. when you put it on me and I let you do it and then like, okay, let's work out of this. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I'm like trying everything. I'm like, yeah. there's only one way, but I was open for a sweep. And like, it's like, it was fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's, it's it, fun. it was fun. Exploring, playing, you know? yeah. And then it was funny when you go to weave it and then I'm all, Oh, you want to weave it between my legs? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> because the cool thing is if you get me in a shitty position, I get out. That's yeah. fun. You know, it's not about tapping. It's about, having fun and getting learning, learning challenging, challenging. Yourself, right. But it was funny when like you got it and I'm like, all right. Like, yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah you look cool. too comfortable giving me that, but it was, it was fun. Yeah, and then yeah. it was like, when you move out, it's like, you know, I'm a bigger guy, but it's like, I don't try to throw it on you. I try to be roughly your weight without bringing down the weight. And then it makes it fun. Yeah. But it's like, like, dude, you had some fucking nasty sweeps where if I was lighter, <laughs> It was, you had that shit. Yeah, it was so fun though, man, to come together and yeah. just, just train, just, get on the mat, train, you know, like laugh about stuff. Yeah. Like, you make know, jokes. And, yeah, and make the thing jokes, is, is we're so. Talk about it. Yeah, we talk about it information. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, but we, you and I talk as we train yeah, because yeah, yeah, we're yeah, both yeah. at that level yeah. where yeah, we can cool. do that. It's really cool. But what are you most grateful for in from jujitsu? Work ethic. Work ethic. Because if you put the work in, you can win. I have a, a firm where if I put 110% in and I lose, I'm okay. If I put 110%, if I put 80% in and I lose, that's a problem Mm. because I could have put that extra 20%. And that's a lot in preparation for business, preparation, doing your research, um, uh, be eating right, being in shape. Like I try to keep in decent shape where it's like, if I need to drop weight to make a weight class, I can stuff like that but it's like it's weird like 
because what I do a lot of now is uh, I'm a student again, which is funny. It's like I learn, you know, you ask me to, I can teach, but like I got friends where it's like I learn. My Brian, Brian Mendez, mm. I go to his school. Man, I used to teach his class when he was like 14. Brian Mendez is Salo Hibero, right. guy, black belt, good, Marine, sniper, great mm. guy, good friend. Man, and he catches me slipping. And he doesn't catch me where I'm weak. Mm. He's caught me where I'm strong, mm. you know? And now I see the traps, so it, it really helps. Yeah. But watching him grow up and become a man and have his own school mm. is, like, really cool to see all these guys get good. So I get to travel and learn from him. So, like, he'll teach group class. Yeah. I've never taught in his class. Mm. He's taught everything, and I learned, like, really cool shit. Yeah. And then when we wrestle, I learn stuff. Yeah. But... Being a student again is fun. Like exchanging ideas. Yeah. Um, because at Higgins, there was, there was a time I didn't tap out for five years. You know, like just beat everyone. And it's like, I always had those leg locks. So if I couldn't tap you with anything good, I got foot lock, heel lock, waiting for you. You know, yeah. the number one goal was not to tap. But dude, like jujitsu has helped me out with business, helped me out with everything. Put the time in that your competition won't. And I say it a lot, you know. But it's, uh, and then in porn, what I've been doing is training porn stars. I got male performers that are really good. And to their athletes, mm. they pick it up faster. You know, like Will, Will Pounder, he goes by the name Will Weed. He caught uh, Lachlan Giles in a crucifix joke, you know, at a quintet. Mm. And it's like, he's a really good American. So I help these guys that are performers that have the time to train. And when you feel them, you're just like, God damn, you're strong. You know what I mean? So it's really cool to see, like, all these guys get good. Mm. And then the favorite thing is, like, dude, I saw all your American black belts. It's like I'm shaking their hands, you know. Hey, I know how hard it is to get this. Congratulations. You know, but it's it's been cool. It's been a good journey. Amazing journey, huh? Yeah, but, dude, seeing you today was like, yeah. <laughs> I was pomped. I was, yeah, I was, I was excited. Too. Yeah. You know, it was I knew a, you were coming, but it was like a still like you know you never you know when, when you came in the doors, I was like, oh man, yeah. Walked across the, the yeah, gym, big you know? old hug, like like yeah. like 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 like, like <laughs> right? we've been training all along. Right, yeah, right, right. exactly. Because we both know what it took to get black belt. Yeah, you know, it's like it's cool. I mean, yeah, like grateful. You know, what's really been exciting is like talking to people I've known for so long and then people that I haven't talked to in a while. And then you reconnect with because in my industry, I get people who want to be my friends for the wrong reasons in jujitsu. I know these guys, these are my friends, you know, but in, in adult, it's like, dude, everyone wants a job. Oh, I can do it. Sure. Yeah. You know, no, everyone. What other questions you got? Yeah, it's good, man. No, thanks, dude. man. Thanks for hanging out. Oh, no, always a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, brother. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, it's amazing today. Amazing day today. You yeah, get on the mat, talk a little bit. You know, some history, God, and I know. stories, and there's like a ton more, right? Because too, there is a ton more, and then you're able to fill in a lot of things that I didn't see. Right, you right, know, right, with right. Like you running, like opening up Baja stuff. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, Matt Hall, Rico, Raphael, like, dude, I've worked with so many guys. Yeah. Um, like, I remember Rampage Jackson, like, dude, like, a lot of first time guys. And guys getting mad that you were teaching them jujitsu, right? In those yeah, days. Working with them in jujitsu, like, a lot of top Americans. Like, I remember Jerry Bolander, and he was cool. And yeah, because it was different, like, you teaching, because we, you know, before when I started fighting MMA, I was representing jiu-jitsu, yes, right? Yes, you were. And so, oh, I feel like my whole career, but really, you know, especially at the beginning, uh, and then you were teaching them jiu-jitsu, being a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. Right. And so all the, you know, well, more more Brazilian guys, right? Were, you know, like, it was uh, how dare you? It wasn't Americans. Okay. It was Brazilians. How dare you teach them, like, you know, jiu-jitsu? Dude, I'd hang out. Because later I started hanging out with, like, uh, Vernon White like all these guys, yeah, yeah, old yeah, school, yeah. first like generation. The lion's den. Yeah. And then I would see, you know, Shamrock when he's doing WWE. Yeah. It's like, it was cool. They were cool to me. Yeah. It was yeah. cool. Like, you know, hang out. It's all good. That's what it's for, right? For, for us to learn and to improve ourselves. Correct. Yeah. It's so, sharing. You know, sharing. Yeah. Just like, you know, it's like my job is to help these guys, you know, it's not beat the shit out of these guys. It's help these guys. Yeah. It's not about win or lose because look, you know, I get caught slipping or if it's something I haven't seen or identified, 
I'm gonna get caught. But the more games you put yourself in front of, the more you see, the more yeah. you can stop. You yeah. know, like like your your setups today, Worm Garden. Like if I kept coming forward, that was it. You're gonna hook that leg, omoplata. I know there was an omoplata there, but you needed to move your hip to get the angle. But because I've had someone do it to me for like six weeks and sweep me and finish me and sweep me and finish me that I was, but if no one ever does it to you, you're going to get caught. Right. And then you brought something different. You brought a grip. You brought a whole nother level of grip that this other black belt couldn't do, you know, but no, nah, it was good. That's it, right? Yeah, that's it. It's, it's fun, but yeah. no, always a pleasure, man. Thank we got to well, do, do, do it again. Do it again. Yeah. For sure. For sure. You know, perfect. right on brother. All right. Thanks.